This is episode 50 of the Christian Travelers Network. Today we're going to be talking about Jesus' crucifixion. Welcome to the Christian Travelers Network, where travel stories, community, and scripture combine. Christian travelers, if you haven't been following with us for the past couple of weeks, we've been doing a Lenten series kind of looking at some of the key aspects of Jesus's story leading up to his death and ultimately his resurrection, preparing our hearts along the way for Easter. Because as travelers, it's so awesome when we get to hear how God is working in so many lives and in people's journeys as they travel around the globe. But sometimes we need that accountability and encouragement to be spending time in God's word, reading and being encouraged. And so that is what we've been doing. I've been sharing a section for us to read together throughout the week and then encouraging us to join our Facebook group or Instagram and be joining in the discussion, giving feedback, because sometimes when we have others around us holding us accountable encouraging us in our faith walk and our devotional lives it is so much easier than when we are doing it alone and as travelers sometimes that accountability doesn't exist because we don't have others traveling with us i hope that you have been enjoying our discussion and loving our discussion so that is why today we're looking at matthew 27 verses 11 through 66 and looking at Jesus's crucifixion. And I will try and keep it as elusive as possible so that it gives you just enough nuggets of wisdom to help you better understand it, but hopefully also encourage you to read it for yourself so that you know the whole story and not just the few points that I have focused on. Before I dive further into that, I want to point you to our website, christiantravelers.net. I have ebooks, previous podcast episodes, links to Facebook and Instagram and other faith and travel resources that I would love to point you to. Uh, I'd also like to encourage you to join our newsletter where every two weeks I send out our recent podcasts along with news about how the Christian Travelers Network is developing in terms of adding other services, including booking your trips and planning retreats where we can connect, be better accountable for one another, and also get to explore cities because Christian travelers love traveling. So enough about that. We are talking about Jesus's crucifixion as we are leading up to Easter this weekend, and we are looking at Matthew 27, 11 to 66. As you know, last week we were talking about Judas's betrayal, and now Jesus is in front of Pontius Pilate being questioned, and the Pharisees are encouraging people to reject Jesus and choose this guy named Barnabas. And this is kind of one of the sections that I really want us to focus on for a little bit. Um, there's obviously the actual story of his death in here and ultimately them burying him in the tomb and what they did to seal and guard that. But I want to focus with us on this section in Bar about Barnabas. That starts at Matthew 27, 15. And Barnabas was like this notorious prisoner who did some really bad things. If you've ever seen a movie about Jesus's death and ultimately 
his resurrection, if you've any seen any Christian movie about that topic, oftentimes when they paint Barnabas, he's kind of like out there, very weird. He um, is probably known as a rapist, known for his theft, just known for a lot of really bad sins. And every single year, the custom in Rome was that they would release someone um, and kind of like forgive their sins. It was a way of kind of staying in the good eye with the public. And so Pontius Pilate, the leader, he could not find a fault with Jesus. They, he just was like, this guy seems completely fine. Like maybe he had different beliefs than the Jews, but still seemed like a good guy and he couldn't find fault with the man. So trying to like relieve himself of the responsibility of this decision and um, because the Jews couldn't kill someone, they couldn't crucify someone and that's what they wanted. So they brought him to Pilate in the first place. So trying to relieve himself of this responsibility, he's like, oh, I'll release you one prisoner. And he thought surely like if he picks the worst of the worst criminals and Jesus and puts them side by side, they're gonna pick Jesus. But the Pharisees start chanting, Barnabas, Barnabas, Barnabas. And ultimately, that's what the crowd all starts cheering. And he gets released. And then they, Pilate asks them, so what do you want me to do with this guy? And they all start chanting, crucify him, crucify him, crucify him. And then we see in the next several verses his journey to the cross and the pain that he experienced and the beatings he experienced and just how everyone treated him. But I think that it's such an interesting picture. We have like this super sinful person and we have the ultimate perfect Jesus without sin standing side by side. And as the world chants, They want to welcome the one that is completely sinful into their group. And they want to reject that which is completely perfect. And if you were traveling and you were there at that time, I bet you too would fall into the temptation to cheer for Barnabas, Barnabas, Barnabas crucify Jesus, crucify him, crucify him. And the fact that Jesus just stands there, it's like this image of forgiveness in the fact that he obediently stands there, even though he has the power of God inside of him and lets this man, Barnabas, walk away with all of his sins, free from the chains of jail and the punishments he could receive. And he steps into Barnabas's place and goes to the cross and dies. I really don't know what Barnabas's true punishment would have been. But if we put ourselves there, if we were the ones standing where Barnabas was, I, I would hope that you would feel that forgiveness and just this realization like this perfect man just stepped in. And I can't say that Barnabas did. I don't even know that the crowd recognized it. But looking, like, knowing from our perspective where we know ultimately how it ends, there's that image. And then Jesus continues on to the cross in such an obedient way and takes on the sins in such a painful way, the sins of the whole world, where God turns his back on Jesus. God never turns his back on anyone, but he turns his back on Jesus 
and Satan just gets to flood him with the sins of the whole world. And he thinks in this very last moment that he is going to crush Jesus' spirit and he's going to win. And we ultimately know what happens. But I really want you to take some time to reflect on these verses, to read this section. Specifically, I want you to read Matthew 27, 11 through 66. It doesn't have to be today. I encourage you to take some time this week to read it and reflect on it and read it maybe more than once. Really look for what the Holy Spirit is saying to you. And then I want you to share in the comments on Facebook not only what stood out to you, not only the questions that you have, and also respond to others, but I also want you to put yourself in Barnabas's shoes knowing what you know now in the future, knowing how things play out, knowing how Jesus forgives our sins. Put yourself in Barnabas's shoes and look at the ruggedness and sinfulness of yourself and look at the forgiveness and humbleness and obedience of Jesus. And Let's spend our comments praising the Lord for the things that he's done and the and the humbleness and servant-like attitude and the forgiveness that he pours out on us. And from a repentant and thankful heart, share some praises in the comments below for our Savior. And the reason that these episodes are so short right now is because I want us not only to take the time during the week to actually read scripture but also to take the time to encourage each other on our faith walk. And so please hop into our Facebook group and hop into Instagram. Links are below so that you can join us because God will do some amazing things through our discussion and through the connections we will make in this group and prepare our hearts for Easter this coming Sunday. So until next time, safe travels and God bless.